Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. With me, as always, is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave! What's up? Um, a lot's up, actually. This is a this is always an exciting episode for me. It's very much less so for you, but this is the kickoff mm-hmm. of my my bed making month. It's March, and I'm super excited about it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good and happy. It's great. <laughs> Dave feels less good and happy about it, but that's okay. No, no, no. I, um, I, I think when you have minimal time on the planet to live, you should you should use as much time as possible to make your bed. <laughs> that, that you're just gonna unmake in 16 hours. Anyway. Dave is a bed making denier, and you know what? That is okay. Because part of my whole thing with this is that you don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But before we get into all that, that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, we want to remind you guys that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages we're offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. Speaking of sponsors... We have our very first. What a segue. Oh, I'm really excited about this. This, is, this was one of the things um, that we were sort of hoping for when we rebooted the show. Uh, and, it, and it's happened. And it took us less than six months to get it going. And I think that's really great. Um, so we have our, our very first Ask a Clean Person, the podcast corporate sponsor. Um, and we're absolutely thrilled to be partnering with Sattva Mattresses in this, our bed-making month. Sattva's affordable luxury mattresses deliver great sleep with their eco-friendly construction, full-service delivery, and a 120-night home trial, which is so crucial with the mattress because you can't really test a mattress out by lying on it for five minutes in a store. Um, <laughs> you can't. I mean, you you, you know you can't like and, and like I mean, a comfortable mattress is so important. Yeah, it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the home trial aspect of of Sattva. Um, if you guys want to learn more about them, check out their website at sattvamattress.com. That's S-A-A-T-V-A mattress.com. Thank you so much to Safa. We are super excited to partner with you guys. Um, so as you guys already know, because I'm, I'm babbling hysterically about it, we, we are in, at the beginning of March. And so that means that this is LAMOB. And LAMOB stands for, Dave? Stands for um, the League of America's <laughs> Men on Baseball. <laughs> because it's spring training and everyone's there. And all the regulars are starting to get in the games now. 
<laughs> right? Yes, exactly. Okay. No, Lamov stands for let's all make our beds. Um, it also sounds like that sounds like the French mafia. Yes, too, I know. <laughs> so what? Oh, how do you say? Give <laughs> me some protection money, huh? <laughs> No, I just want you to make your bed. Oh, no, no, no. You make your bed and you lie in it with me. Dave, that was really good. It's easy. You just make sounds. There's no real voice to it. Uh, No, no, no. But the make your bed and lie with me me was really good. Um, So here, let me me tell you guys the the backstory on on Lamab, which is like the thing is I feel like Lamab, I I think of Lamab as in, in the same way that I think about my childhood nickname. Which is that it's kind of horrible. Spanky? But no, I'll tell you I'll tell you what my childhood nickname Babs? was. No Babs. I don't know. <laughs> um and then it's it's kind of horrible, but but I have like so much fondness for it. Um and, and the reason is so so Lamob started I I was at still at the hairpin, which was the very first place that um that Ask a Clean Person ran. That was that was its original home. And I decided to do this bed making thing and we wanted we wanted to come up with a name for it and there was already an existing series um like a diy series that was called let's all make dot 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 and like you know each each iteration would be like let's, sandwiches yeah I mean, let diy let's Babies. diy a, a sandwich yeah i mean um and i was like oh i was like it would be really fun we'll call it let's all make our beds um and so, and like, I, so I wrote the kickoff post, and I said in the in the kickoff post, I was like, "We need a good hashtag for this." And I was like, you know, I I jokingly said hashtag L A M O B, and I was like, "No, forget it. That's terrible. Well, let's come up with something better. Um, like, we'll workshop it in the comments because we have that was a site at the time. It's not true anymore, but at the time wow. that had you a, read the comments that had a huge commenting community, and you liked it. I, I mean, they were every comment was was like the nicest thing in the world. That community wow. was incredible. It was like a to- the hair, but the OG hairpin was like a unicorn on the internet. I, I still sometimes can't believe it. Something so beautiful existed in this world. Um, and then, you know, it fell apart. And, and, and so that's how I know that it was real because, you know, anything that's that beautiful eventually has to fall apart. So, um, but anyway, so, so the comments were, were, commenters were amazing. I was like, let's, we'll workshop this in the comments. And actually we all ended up being like, you know what? Lamob is so terrible. It's, it's going to end up sticking and it did stick. So I've, I've kept it. And um, I've brought Lamob with me through to all of the different places that Ask a Clean Person has run. It's been I've Lamobbed at Jezebel, I've Lamobbed at Deadspin, I've Lamobbed at Esquire. We're doing another thing this year for Esquire because I went really deep on bed making for Esquire last year in March. This year I'm just going to sort of sprinkle a potpourri of bed related things throughout the columns this month. But the first kickoff column for Esquire um, is about washing pillows. So I did do a specific bed-related kickoff column, um, and actually the pillow washing thing was at the request of my editor. So I get I get double double points for that because he wanted to know that. Um, so anyway, so Lamob has stuck, and here is all that Lamob is. It is a month-long bed-making challenge, and all you got to do to be part of it is make your bed every day. 
That's all there is. The oh. only, wait, 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 Dave, 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 Dave. You're asking hold, me a hold, lot. I'm not asking. Listen, Dave. No, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not interested in even trying to convince <laughs> you of this because it's not fun for me to argue with someone. And I'm not. I'm actually not interested in making people do things that they don't want to do. Like throw away um, their microwaves when they're full of cockroaches. Microwave. <laughs> that one's okay, right? Dave. Oh wait, wait. I'm glad you said that because mm. I I want to follow up on something that we were talking <laughs> about. I already texted this to Dave. Um, but that woman I'm, has killed six people with cockroaches. Oh my god, you guys. Our Twitter's. <laughs> been bonkers this week it's been great um so so on last week's episode where we were talking about the the micro microwave with the roaches microch wave ps is what i've been called microch wave is what i've been calling it it works better in writing than it does in (laughs) like the in the spoken word um but it's it looks funny on twitter um so um we we were talking about we were sort of spitballing about the lifespan of a microwave right. and we kind of guessed like five to seven but we didn't know i looked it up it's nine years um so we weren't that i mean nine you know seven we, we years we knew it was okay to get rid of the microwave <laughs> we knew at that that point. 10 years was enough cockroach or not <laughs> um but yeah you guys after the the microwave <sighs> incident i got another crazy email about a roach situation so if you guys have roach stories it turns out people love the roach stories i i love them i mean they're horrible but i love them um, I love them in the way that I love dirty wash water. Uh, so if you listening out there have some some spectacular roach stories that you want to share, uh, feel free to get in touch with me. We will probably end up reading them. I literally, by, I literally missed my train station. I love stop that. On the way back, I got off, I got off one too early because I was still thinking in my head about the inside of the microwave and what their lives were like <laughs> inside the microwave, like all the poop and. I'm sure they were humping inside the microwave, and she was just making coffee in the morning. Mm. And I just I saw 14th Street, and I was like, I gotta oh get God, off here. Oh God, I hope she wasn't, because microwave coffee is terrible. Well, I don't know, oatmeal, whatever. It doesn't whatever she was making. I mean, oatmeal. here's a like Dave, Dave says life is too short to make the bed. I say life is too short to drink microwave coffee. God. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let, let's get let's get back to the the, the bed thing. Um, Let's make our beds and lie in them. Yeah. So, okay, I remember what I was saying. So, so the so the bed making challenge thing is make your bed every day in March, right? But but it's actually like not even that stringent because you don't have to be a one hundred percenter to participate or to complete this challenge successfully. Classic millennial stuff. Here. You, <laughs> I'm just, not a millennial. Every you are in this thing recently. I didn't call you a millennial. I just said it was classic. Where you millennial keep stuff. inferring that I am a am twenty four year old Jolie over here that was... I'm some sort of millennial when in fact <laughs> I'm older than you are. You're, you're millennial. It's my at youth. Heart. It's my youthful appearance, right. isn't it? It's your millenn- it's your millennial style. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's, be- it's because I say IRL, IRL. Right? I, you do say IRL. You say. <laughs> IRL more than like somebody on like an auto racing channel because you say IRL and still I'm like the Indy Racing League oh, oh. TTYL IDK oh now he's playing footsie sorry with me. You, I'm I, so I, youthful I just, I, I just dropped my size 12 onto her and I, onto my onto my size sixes he's got double the the foot power um all right so here's the thing you don't have to you don't have to be perfect you don't have to make the bed every day I want you to just try it and I'm gonna give you. My my, I have like seven reasons why I believe in making the bed, and and the reason that I have seven reasons is that <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm making hand gestures of days. No, I was just laughing it. at the idea of uh, a reason for seven reasons. Oh yeah, I have a reason for seven reasons. And no, the reason for it is is because everybody, people who make the bed, make the bed for different 
reasons. And so these are all good reasons, but some of them may not resonate with you and some of them may be like the thing for you. Um, And then I actually, I'm so excited about this because today on Twitter, one of my followers told me why she makes the bed and it was a whole new reason. And Mm. I was like, oh, I get to add to it. So now I have eight. Um, So here... Here are, 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 this is what I call seven good reasons to make the bed. They're, they're not reasons you have to make the bed. They're just good reasons that you might want to. And they might not move you at all, and that's okay if they don't. Oh, I love it. I'm, it's like passive-aggressive. You want to. I, it's not passive-aggressive. I'm not no, saying no, 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 no. you should. It's honestly just like, and, and my listeners have heard me talk about this before, that my because I'm, I'm not a millennial, I was totally raised on like a free to be you and me type ethos. And so I really carry that into my life. Like it it just doesn't it doesn't bother me if you make a choice to live differently from how I choose to live. Hmm. That's really okay. It's really, really okay. Um, so no, no one should feel like judged or pressured by this. I just want to give you some food for thought. Uh, so here we go. So here are my seven reasons to make the bed. Uh, number one, a made bed makes the room look tidy. So there you go. That's nice. A lot of people really like that. You might be like, so what? Who cares? Well, it's nice to come home to a tidy looking room. And I hear from a lot of people, and I experience this in my own life, um, that when they come home to the maid bed, you know, after a day out with friends or after a long day at work or wherever you've been, um, that it, it inspires some positive feelings. And some of those feelings that people tell me that they feel are they f- may feel pride. They may feel put together. They might feel in control. They might feel grown up. And those are all nice things. So I hear from people a lot of times um, that, that that feeling of um, being in control or being put together ad- adds a little something to their life. Um, another, another frequent one along those lines is that people say, you know, I, at least I've accomplished one thing if I've made the bed. And I, I understand that too. Um, my third reason Making the bed every day makes it easier, and it makes it easier for two reasons. The first is if you've, if you've made the bed and then gotten into it and slept in it and then not made it and gotten into it and slept in it and then not made it and gotten into it and slept, it's going to be a wreck. If you've made it and you've t- tidied the covers and then you sleep in it, and then the next day it's not going to be as much of a wreck. So there's less like oh, I see disruption of a made bed mm-hmm. than, a, than a bed that hasn't been made for three days. Like if you were to go into a hotel sleep on the bed and then for whatever reason they didn't come in and clean up your room like your bed would still be in a mostly tight situation exactly because it's just been made professionally exactly 36 hours ago exactly i get you yeah makes sense um so there's that and then there's also just that your skill level will will improve like you'll just get better and faster at making the bed just (laughs) it's like literally anything that you do on a regular basis, you get better at and faster at. Like, Are like, you itching again, Dave? Well, I, I'm telling you, there's something here. There's something in this room right. because think, I'm not having it. I think Tim rubs this thing, <laughs> this microphone, on like his cat at home and then brings it in to like, fo- to like foil me while I'm doing this. Maybe. But yeah. But no, that makes sense. I'm, I'm picturing like the, the pizza Domino's pizza box guy who like fakes, makes the yes. boxes real quick only with like beds. <laughs> yes, like so exactly. you're, you're like a ninja like tucking the corners in. <laughs> Exactly. Um, all right, number four. This is this is specific to a subset of you, but if, if you have pets 
who have hair and dander and drool, i.e. they're not, you know, a fish. Um, and, and, they're, and, they, and they rove your home during the day when you're not there. Making the bed will help to keep hair, drool, smells, all that pettish stuff off of your sheets. They'll still probably roll around on your comforter or duvet or whatever bed covering you've got. But at least they're not like in between the sheets and chilling on the pillowcases and all that jazz. Um, here's another one for a subset of you, and I am part of the subset. If you have difficulty sleeping, making the bed is not going to cure your insomnia, but every sleep specialist will tell you to create nighttime rituals for yourself that start to signal to your mind and to your body that it's time to go to sleep. And so they'll hmm. say things like, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it's all the stuff you've heard, right? Like turn the, don't have the TV on, read a book, make a cup of tea, you know, take a hot shower before bed. Like these are all kinds of like relaxing rituals. One of those rituals that is very commonly suggested is to make your bed in the morning so that in the evening, turning down the bed mm -hmm. becomes part of that nighttime ritual that's that's part of the signal to your to your mind and to your body that it's time for sleep. Um, related to that, Number six, this is also one that I personally live. And I think, this is the, I think this is the best reason. Getting into a made bed feels so good. Does it? It does. It feels so good. It feels so, so good. And, the, and, and I want to like detour a little bit and talk about something that Dave touched on about the, the hotel bed that's like the super tight tuck. You don't need to have that if you don't like it. So I personally do not like a super tightly tucked bed. It makes me feel claustrophobic. I need to be able to have my feet. My feet need to be able to get out. My feet need to be able to rove in the night. Um, and because of that, I also, I'll talk about this later, later in the month. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about um, sort of like different ways of making the bed, um, roll, rolled up into a conversation about night sweats because that's a, that's a big thing I get asked about. Um, but I'm one of those people who does not use a top sheet. I use a duvet and a launderable duvet cover, and I wash my duvet cover in the same way that most people wash their top sheet. Um, and I, I just prefer that because that means that my feet can get out when they need to get out. Mm. Um, ah, so like, oh, you don't watch Seinfeld. I was going to do the tuck, I mean, tuck bit from Seinfeld. I've, I've, George is, George I watched Seinfeld in its original run in its entirety. I just haven't. I just but haven't rewatched it. You're, you're a no tuck. You don't. You prefer not to have the sheets tucked. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm six foot three, so I don't like to have. My oh, feet. you probably have that. Kate, like I, I have seriously hurt myself kicking out the sheets, <laughs> like getting into a hotel room bed at like two in the morning. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, you uh, can break a toe. Oh, yeah, you, you can, can break a toe on those on those hotel tucks. I have felt ligaments crack in the top of my foot when my <laughs> foot gets trapped and I can't bend it. I can't extend it out. I can't yeah. believe you're more than a foot taller than me. That's so sad for me. We'd, we'd be a, we'd be like a super awesome beach volleyball team. <laughs> we though. would actually. We would, well, you dig it out. I no, because I'm hopelessly uncoordinated. Well, I mean, besides that, so, though, you'd like, be very frustrated we, with me. We, we could be we could be gold at the uncoordinated Olympics. <laughs> I can Good. be I can be Carrie Walsh, and you can be the the other one. The other one, <laughs> I don't know. Misty Trainer, right? Yes. Misty May yes. Trainer. Um, okay, all right. So that those there those are my there are my six functional reasons. Here's the seventh reason. And actually, Dave, I might have to have you just like mm -hmm. well, I would say cover yours, but they're covered already. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not listening. You're not going to like it's this fine. one. 
Uh, the seventh reason is that I'm asking you to try it. Um, oh, man. And, oh, I know. It was you bad. slipped that in at the end. <laughs> bad, right? I don't care what you do. <laughs> Number well, seven, I want you to do I, it. Well, uh, you know, here's the thing. I, <laughs> oh, I, I no, no, no. It. I want you to try it. There's a, di- there's a difference between me saying, I want you to do this because, you know, I, I think it's a great idea. And me saying, I just want you to try it. And that's, hmm. that's what I want. I want you to take a leap of faith with me. And just try it. And if, and I, I don't mean you personally, Dave. I've, I've, yeah, you've given I've up given on me. Up on you. I really have. I really have. Yeah, um, that's okay. I'm not offended. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't be. Um, I, I really believe in bed making, and partly I believe in it because I hear from so many people who have tried it and who come back to me and they say, Jolie, you were right. Which, first of all, I love to hear, Jolie, you were right. Uh, I am human <laughs> after all. <laughs> um, but but I then then they they talk to me about why you know what it did for them and so I know that this is a real thing and I want everyone to at least just give it a shot and if you give it a shot and it does nothing for you don't do it that's okay mm-hmm. I'll be I won't I won't be upset right. in fact it's like broccoli in, Try you it. know what's funny that I was thinking when I was preparing for the show I was like this is just like broccoli I would like, rather eat broccoli every day for thirty days than make my bed every day for thirty days okay but. That's all right. I'd, I'd probably be better for the toilet if I had broccoli every day. It's better for you. It's better for the internal. It is quite, it is quite good for you. Yeah. It, is, it has a very high in fiber. Um, but actually, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say is that our friend Maureen O'Connor, so the, I, I've only had one person come back to me and say it didn't make a difference, and it was Maureen O'Connor. And, I, and when I said to her, I was, that's all right. That's okay. I could see, I could see her being like, like four days in being like, uh. No, she mm-hmm. just didn't. She just didn't think it made a difference at all. She it just didn't make a difference for. Her. So and that's all right. Like that's that's fine. I, I still love Maureen. Obviously, we had her. We had her back as a guest. You're still friends with her after that. Yes, I am still friends. with <laughs> I her. can't I see you anymore. Yeah, you're dead to me. <laughs> dead to me. Um, okay, so let me let me see. We've got some questions. Um, I think before we before we go to our. Our questions. Oh, I want to tell you the last, the new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll take a little bit of break. And then we'll come back and we'll do our questions. Um, okay, so here is the other one that this, that my Twitter. Oh, I also wanted to say about the feedback. So on my, on Twitter, like throughout the month I'll be doing it. But it's particularly sort of clustered up at the front when I'm trying to get people excited about this. Um, I pulled out responses from... The bed making manifesto I wrote for Deadspin in 2015, and because there are comments on that, so um, I, I've tweeted out the Esquire manifesto, and you guys should definitely read that too because it was great. It, well, it wasn't great. I wrote it. It was, it was fine. It was whatever. Um, but the Deadspin one has the benefit of having having comments, um, and so I pulled out a bunch of comments of, of people talking about how they feel about their decision to be bed makers. And so I'm going to be sharing those so you guys can kind of see like the, the difference in what it means to different people. And it, there is a difference. Testimonials. Um, I want to hear some testimonials. Yeah, we have testimonials. Um, and actually, I have, I have some that, I, that I'll read. I think I pulled up. Did I put that in there? Yes, I did. Um, I put testimonials in last year's Esquire column. And I have that column. And so I'm going to read some of those off today. Um, before I get into this, let me tell you the, la- the new reason that one of my um, Twitter followers mentioned to me today. And this was so great. It makes so much sense. She goes, Jolie, I make my bed every day because if I don't make it, I'll get right back in it. 
And I was like, oh, God, that makes so much. And I understand that completely. Like, you get up for work. You, like, go. I see, I see that. You take your shower. You come back. The bed's, like, all, like, inviting and cozy looking. And you just get right back in. To be fair, like I get up in the morning sometimes and work in bed. I work, I work on sometimes. bed. I work on bed. What do you mean? Meaning, I make the bed and then I sit on oh. top of it because there's something to me different about working in bed versus on bed, and I can't explain it, but it is different. No, no, no. Yeah, that makes sense. Like psychologically, you're under the covers, so your body's like, "What are we doing here? We're we're, yeah. we're like we're writing. Why are we not? Why are we not going yeah. to? Sleep? I'm gonna go to sleep if that's like no. But like I will write in bed, and then like depending on my day, like maybe I'll go to the gym mm-hmm. at like one o'clock come back at like three shower. oh my god you're in bed until one not the whole time like i'll work like half in my living room half i can't do four straight hours sitting in my bed typing like my battery would die anyway that's that's the more important part that's <laughs> not it's not my laziness but like, i'll get back i'll shower and i'll be like oh, let me just let's, uh, lay in bed for a couple minutes i'm not gonna take a nap and then next thing you know i wake up and it's like seven o'clock and i'm like ah damn it Maybe that's why I should make my bed. Maybe if we just converted Dave. Holy shit. Mm. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not going to. Listen, I'm not going to push it in here. And one of the reasons why is that. Push it. I've I've learned in in doing this job that the, the best way to get someone to do something that you want them to do is to give them reasons and then back right off. See, I like guilt. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm that's I'm Come not going to I'm not going I'm just like not wired to do that. I'm not I'm not wired to guilt people into things like that. It would make me feel too it would make me feel guilty to make you feel guilty. <laughs> I'm that wow. neurotic. That's like super Catholic I, guilt. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I have issues with 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 guilt for sure. Um Okay, you guys. So listen, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Dave and I will be back with more about your beds and making them. This is Ask a Clean Person Podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person podcast. I'm Julie Kerr. Dave and I have been talking about beds and making them. We, uh, we have some questions about bed, bed stuff. We do. Yeah. Bed stuff. Mm-hmm. First one is from one of your people. Well, it's just because he has the same first name doesn't mean... I'll pretend this is me. Let, let's pretend this is me sending in the letter, like, secretly. And no, we, I know it's not you because I know the person who sent and it. Maybe... Uh, <laughs> it's one way. You're forcing me to break character now. One of my pals. All right. David. See, he goes by David. Yeah, he does. He's, he's more professional than I am. I have an upholstered bed, Frank. Uh, let me go back to the top. I read that. What, what was that? I was like reading it like Christopher Walken without doing the Walken voice. I have an upholstered bed frame. I don't know why. I was like, bed frame. You do a pretty good Walken. That is a mast, a lot of dust, because they didn't cover it while they were doing some random stuff to my apartment. So what is the best way for me to make it less dust-ridden? Sincerely, Dave. That was good. Yeah. That was that was a really good walk-in. It's be, it, it makes more sense to do it in the walk-in <laughs> bed frame <laughs> than bed frame. Yeah. 
It's, well, and it was also it was a short letter, so it's a good voice, a yeah. voice one. Yeah. It's hard with the long ones to, to, to sustain yeah. the voice. Unless you've actually written a script that, that fits the voice you're doing. It's hard to just grab someone's letter and just right. be like, hi, Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> and then like 80 paragraphs later. And also the roaches are living <laughs> inside my house. God, the roaches. <laughs> Never going to forget them. Oh, that was so good. It was so good. Um, all right. So I, as I as I mentioned, this was um, this was a pal of mine um, who had uh, had just moved back to New York, bought, bought an apartment. He was having a lot of work done, and he had his you know his furniture was moved in, and then all this work was going on. So everything was just covered in yep. in like you know industrial dust. Um, and he was like, "What the hell do I do about this?" And I was like, "I was like, oh, I was like, you, honestly, you just need to vi- to vacuum it." Mm-hmm. I was like, "If you have a vacuum that has you know standard attachments, I was like, there should be a, a, either an upholstery tool or, or a crevice tool or both, and just slap one of those on and, and go to town." And and um and I'm going to explain a little bit more about that in a second. But then I also was like. Where where are you living, pal? It's been ages. You know, glad, glad to have you back in the city. And it turned out that he is living like across the street from my grocery store. So I was like, oh, I'll come up. I've I've got a Dyson mattress vacuum. I'll come up with my Dyson mattress vacuum, and we'll we'll vacuum the headboard. So I did. I, I like that you still live a very true life to this podcast, where you're like, I'm coming over with the ma- I'm coming over with the <laughs> vacuum cleaner. <laughs> It's like, this is how I really am. Like, you're not rolling in there with, like, a six-pack or, like, some nachos and cheese <laughs> no, or something for, like, a tailgate. Sack. Coming in with the broom. <laughs> I do, I do. Um, well, a lot friends friends do ask me to come over to help with their cleaning. And, you know, what? to be honest, usually I'm happy to do it. Um, one, because it's, like, it's nice to hang out with my friends. Um, and also because it tends to end up being field research for me, right? My house is very clean. Oh, I see. It's it's not that easy for me to find dirty homes in which to test products. So you don't really so much have friends except for maybe they're people that you mine, you mine for, for content. <laughs> I do, I do. I'll tell you, my editor at Lenny Letter um, emailed me this week, actually, and she was like, I need some professional advice. And she opened by saying, is it really annoying when your friends ask you for free advice? And I was like, no, it's not at all. That's what Maureen was saying, too, when she was here. Like, all of our friends are just like, what's the deal with sex? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm happy to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it for, for two reasons that I'll explain now. First of all, um, a lot of times my friends ask questions that end up being ones that I want to use either in the show or in my column. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can always feel free to ask for that. The other thing is that a lot of times they do end up doing field research for me. So in the case of my editor at Lenny, um, I was like, so she had a she had a, um, a fridge odor issue. Mm-hmm. It was away on vacation and came back and the fridge smelled. She was like, I thought I got everything out of there. Obviously didn't. She's she's busy. She has two young children. She works full time. She's like, I really don't want to do a full clean out of this thing. And I was like, no problem. Put a ramekin of white vinegar in there overnight. Pull it out first thing in the morning. You'll be good to go. I was like, there may be a whiff of vinegar smell left over, but that will dissipate. So she she did that, and it and it worked. 
it solved the problem. And I went back to her and I was like, was there any lingering vinegar smell? And she was like, no, not at all. I was like, okay, thank you for your field research. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I just looped you into doing free research for me to make sure that like Boy. this thing I was concerned about being an issue to find out if it was or was not an issue. Like so that's why your, I don't mind All it. your friends are living their lives and you're just standing behind a two-sided <laughs> two-way mirror <laughs> staring great. at them and taking notes. It's great. Nice. We love it. So anyway, so I, I, tell you, I tell you the story about heading up to David's apartment with the Dyson mattress back to tell you about the Dyson mattress back, which is a thing that most of you do not need. But I want you to be aware that it exists in the world for two reasons. The first reason is that if you are a person who has severe allergies, the Dyson mattress vac is a thing I think you should look into getting. And here's why. Last week, I talked about my ENT, Dr. Stacey Silver, the best doctor I've been to in my whole life other than my grandfather. The first time I, who was the one who helped me with my cockroach allergy sitch, right? You remember me talking about this? Okay. Uh, yeah, burned so, into my brain forever. <laughs> sorry, dude. Never going to forget that. <laughs> now now I know, and I'm just going to like, I'm going to bring it up all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. It's just, it's, it's I, right. I want it's, to. I can't it's help It's right my, in the front I can't, here. I can't help myself. Um, I can't look at a microwave anymore. <laughs> I actually have to say, I've had I've had a lot of feelings about my microwave. I'm, I think I might actually. I'm like it. tapping on the glass. Like, is <laughs> anything moving behind there? Uh. Um. So anyway, so the first time I went to Dr. Silver's for my, my actually for my ear search was the first time I went to her. We were talking about allergy stuff. And I said to her, she was talking about dust mites. And you know, also, I get into these conversations with people because of what I do. Um, so, and I said to her, I was like, well, you know, Dyson, ju- this was a couple years ago. I was like, Dyson just came out with a mattress vacuum. And, um, you know, it's, it's specifically for um, dust mite control. And, you know, it has all of the allergy filters and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but the, you know, I was like, the price point is on the high side. I don't know if people really need it. And she, she asked what the price point was. I believe it was around $250. And she was like, actually, Jolie, that is a totally reasonable price point for allergy sufferers because the mattress covers that are given to people for al- for medical reasons are incredibly expensive. And she said they're actually in that range. So it's not out of the realm of what people who suffer terribly from allergies are spending mm. to make sure that their mattress is free of allergens. Makes sense. Um, so that makes sense. And then the other, the other reason I tell you about the Dyson mattress vac is because if you have a lot of pets in a home with a lot of upholstery in addition to mattresses, it's probably actually going to be a great tool for you. Um, it's incredibly powerful. It's much, much more powerful than a standard vacuum with upholstery attachments. Um, so it will pull like pet dander and hair out of not only your mattress, but your chairs and your sofas and all of that kind of stuff too. So I want you guys to be aware that it's out there. It's definitely not a thing that you, you need to have in your life. Um, for most people, just using their regular vacuum fitted with either their upholstery or crevice attachments will be A-OK for cleaning a dusty, upholstered headboard. I also want to 
detour a little bit while we're talking about upholstered headboards because another thing I hear about all the time is that the spot where you kind of lean your head when you sit up in bed to be watching TV tends to get a little bit grimier than the rest of Hmm. the upholstered headboard, right? Because you're putting your oily hair with hair products and so on. I don't know anything about that, sorry. Well, you you have an oily head. I mean, you have, you of, have a head. Maybe it's some, no it's hair it's on not, it. But it's not oily. It's just it's a little dry. It's a little, a little so dry you're leaving there. dead skin on there. <laughs> oh God! You just you just you, you're going to ruin every room in my apartment. Yes, I am. With with yes, with, I am. with all this. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the living room takes such pleasure out of it. You know it. that forty five percent of living rooms are actually filled with. <laughs> I don't even know caterpillars. If you no- notice that happening, you just get yourself a can of Resolve upholstery and carpet cleaner. Uh, that'll that'll and follow the instructions, and, and you'll be a okay. That's a very common thing, but you know, ideally, it's not a bad idea. Like. I don't know, twi- twice a year, take a damp rag with a little mild detergent and give your upholstered headboard a little going over with it. Not a bad idea to do. A few other deep cleaning things to think about doing to your bed space on an annualish basis. <laughs> I, by annualish, I mean I'd like you to do it at least once a year. If you do it twice a year, that's even better. Uh, but I live in the real world with the rest of you where I know once a year is, is like reasonable. So here, here are these few things. Uh, and, and March is a good time to do it when we're in this, in this month where we're all getting excited about making our beds and, you know, leaving our feet free to roam and so on and so forth. Like, this is, this is the good time to do it. So vacuum your mattress. Vacuum your mattress. Sure, why not? Vacuum it. That's going to suck out your dust mites and all that dead skin of yours that's hanging out in there. It's going to freshen it up a little bit. You can flip the mattress. Um, Wash the pillows and the mattress pad, like the the things that aren't our sheets, but that are, you know, we're sleeping on them every night. Um, if you want instructions on how to wash a pillow, go to Esquire.com and read my most recent Ask a Clean Person because that was all about washing pillows. Um, and another great thing to do is if you store things under your bed, uh, take everything out from under the bed and get under there with a vacuum because there are all kinds of dust bunnies and stuff lurking around and that's fine because you can't see them but remember that you still are sleeping on top of all that dust so uh just just better just Mm. better for the old respiratory system um if you're not not sleeping on a pile of dust Mm. uh makes sense again yeah you're making sense today yeah i know i know it's it's crazy when that happens um (laughs) Okay, we have another question. This is kind of a long one. Yeah, this one's this one's not getting a voice. No, I don't think this should have a voice. <laughs> Hannah writes, Hi, Julie. Hoping you can help me solve a mystery. John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas in 1963. <laughs> Some people say that Lee Harvey... Oh, no, no, that's, that's not what it says. My dear husband is somehow discoloring our bed with our bed linens. We have white sheets as well as a white comforter and duvet, all of which take on a dingy hue on his side of the bed even freshly laundered i can tell which pillowcases he uses because they're darker than the others i wash the sheets every other weekish and the duvet and a comforter on occasion we make the bed every day hashtag lamob see my people which looks nice but it would look nicer if the linens were uniformly white i can't figure out what the problem is he showers every morning and in the evenings if he's gone to the gym the only cosmetics he uses regularly are a face lotion in the mornings and Garnier Fructis 
Did I pronounce that right? Mm-hmm, you did. Fructis. Yeah, fructis. Hair pomade post shower. Pomade. Oh, boy. Meanwhile, I slather myself in lotion. I was literally about to be like, Dave, you know what pomade is? And then I looked over and was yeah, like, oh, no. that would be the meanest thing right. to say. And then I said it anyway. Right. <laughs> like, right. You look over at me. You use bronzer, right? <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Why is everybody why is everybody kicking me while I'm down on this show now? Uh, meanwhile, I slather myself in lotion. This is her talking. This isn't me now. This point. There's, been, there's been breaks and I come back in and I just go, meanwhile, I slather myself in lotions and potions all day long. She's like a wizard. But my side of the bed remains white. The only two culprits I can think of are, one, he smokes. So maybe it's nicotine residue staining. Oh, I didn't realize that's probably the answer. I read that the first time, and I thought she was like guessing he secretly smokes without her knowing. I don't think that. I that, don't think that that, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, I read that. I'm, it might be a tiny contributing factor, but I don't think that's the main culprit. Uh, and two is the hair pomade. But wouldn't that only affect the pillowcase? Could either of these things cause the dinginess? Is it something else I'm missing? Is his natural sebum just hella intense? <laughs> You don't see sebum and hella, two or two out of three words and sentence very often. I use OxyClean in all my loads of white laundry, but that isn't enough to combat slash eradicate the dinginess. Please help. I love my white sheets and duvet and would like to keep them that way. Thanks. All righty. I got help. I got theories yeah. and I got help. We have the same theory, so yeah, we have. So, so, well, Dave, you you say your theory first, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna add on. Like, I feel like he just, even though you shower at night after the gym, like if you shower, like you know how like you, maybe you shower and you still got like a little sweat thing happening when you get home from the gym, like you shower and like you're still a little, you're not like completely cooled down. You got like a little bit of a perspiration thing happening. Maybe this guy has that. I don't. I don't actually know what you're talking about. You've never you're like sweating, sho- sweating after the shower. You've never showered after the gym and still been a little sweaty when you get out of the shower. That's another Seinfeld episode too, by the way. When George comes out of the shower and he's still, he's still sweaty and he's he goes to the no. office and everyone thinks he's he's stealing equipment because he's well, sweating. Well, I guess maybe in the summer. Yeah, in the summer. Yeah. In the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I'll dry. Know. I'll dry off and then I'll be like, "Why is it still wet under my boobs?" And right. I'm like, "Oh, because my boobs are sweating again." Exactly. Like yeah. that boobs, could be boob sweat. That's or, a that's a fun that's a fun thing to have. Yeah. Or this guy is just like maybe he's just like a big I got dude big and knockers, sweats. You guys, it happens. Yeah, I have the same problem. In my <laughs> Dave has huge knockers. Well, um, I meant I was going to say penis. <laughs> like crotch sweat. That's but, a different show. Yeah, we've already done that show. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's ask a. Ween person. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> On fire today, folks. Oh, my God. I love that so much. Why has no one ever said that before? <laughs> Ask a peen person. So. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's either the smoking thing that she hypothesizes, mm-hmm. which I feels like it could be the thing, mm-hmm. or he's just not cooling down enough pre-shower, okay. or he's just kind of maybe like a big dude, and maybe he just... Wears like a t-shirt or something. Maybe you should be a little cooler in bed. Maybe he sweats a little bit. So yeah, yeah. Those so are my theories. okay. So what what my what my theory is is that um, it's a it's a little bit different. My number one theory is I think he just naturally has oilier skin, mm-hmm. um, which I say in part because I have fairly oily skin, and I you guys, this is how real this show is. I dinge my white sheets, my side of the of the bed. You can tell it's my side because my, as I love to say, my grubby little paws grab onto the top of my white duvet cover when I'm sleeping, and the whole top where I'm sleeping 
is like a dingier yellow than the rest of the thing. And it drives me crazy. And I'm me. But it happens. That's just hmm. it just happens over time. I have I do have very oily skin. Maybe you should wear or this guy should wear <clears throat> pajamas, like full like length, like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. those full body like pajamas that mm-hmm. I've seen people wear like in movies footsie? but never in real life. You mean like grown up like Brooks Brothers pajamas? Yeah. Or you mean like footy pajamas? No, like right, like the kind of pajamas like a really rich person would wear to bed. Yeah, like with, like, like Mad Men style pajamas, like a full set. What's that? Is that a TV show? Mad Men? Yeah. It sounds familiar. I've never actually seen it. You've never seen Mad Men? No. I'm surprised. You're such a connoisseur of television i'm surprised there's something I've oh seen. i'm so not a connoisseur of television oh. oh i'm the i'm the i'm the whatever the opposite word is of connoisseur <laughs> nonosaur of um, television dinosaur of television that, i mean that may help but i here's the thing i'm so fussy about what i sleep in that i'm i'm pretty hesitant to to like make suggestions about what people should should sleep in because i nude. that's that's so that's such a personal thing right it's like it's Full like nude. it's like you sleep in the nude I mean, what if there's a fire? Well, there's already a fire. If I'm I'm laying in that bed naked, my friend. Um, No, actually, don't do that if you're staining the sheets. That's actually the opposite of what you should do. Um, So no, that's that's actually. I mean, I think yeah. If you if you if he wants to to cover up a little bit more, but I actually don't know that that's going to help because I don't know. I don't think that's going to make a huge difference. So here 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 are the two things that I think. I think one. I think probably has naturally more oily skin the the smoking may contribute a tiny bit to like the the excretion of dingy bodily oil but i don't think it's going to be that significant Mm. um i do however agree with you that i think he's probably a night sweater Talking about the night sweats. (laughs) Talking about my middle-aged perspiration. So I thought you were going to go in a different direction with with night sweating. I thought it was going to be night sweating deserves a quiet night. I was going to get a full ballad. Deserves another shower. (laughs) Night sweating. Yeah. So um, so I think think that's probably it. And in, in... in those cases, I mean, there's just really not a whole, whole lot he's going to do about it. I mean, maybe, um, you know, if he, he, like, wants to wash his face at night before, but I don't know if he does that or not. Um, but I don't actually necessarily think we need to change his um, – I don't think we need to change him. I think, I think we just need to work with what he's got. <laughs> yeah, and um, and and I think that we can work with what he's got. So I've got some suggestions. This, this first one is going to be one that Hannah's not going to be super psyched about. But you guys know I have like a commitment to being really super honest with you. So here's the first one: get a divorce. Get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get a divorce. Find somebody no, else. no, no, no. Wait, can no. I get? Can I guess we what can, it is? We can. We can solve. We can solve almost any domestic dispute. We, Take we all of his money. Yeah, you don't need to be taking his money. And if you off. listen, if you want, if you want to, though, by all means, do not stay in an unhappy marriage. And take the money and run. Uh, but I don't think she's in an unha- unhappy marriage. I think she's just in an unhappy bed. Uh, so gonna, we're going to fix that. You're going to tell her to get darker sheets, aren't you? No. No. Oh, I thought no, that no, you were going to go. No. 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 Not, not at all. Lay it on us. What do you uh, got? I think she needs to wash the sheets more often. So I hmm. think that they need to just, just not, not because you're doing anything wrong or bad, but I think to account for the fact that, Hannah, your husband probably is just naturally 
has has more oily skin um and probably because he is sweating you just need to wash the sheets more frequently so that there's less buildup um so i would say if you can switch to washing the sheets kind of religiously once a week that's going to help things before that helps though we've got to triage the sheets we've got to bring them back up to bright white so to do that we're going to do my old favorite we're going to do the long soak in a whitening solution uh, so you can use a an oxygen bleach, you know, your OxyMagics, OxyCleans, Oxy, OxoBright, any one of those. Uh, big scoop of that, dissolve it, maybe two, actually, since we're talking about sheets um, that have a significant amount of dinge on them. The bathtub is probably a great place for the long soak. I'm going to give you one other option, too. But let's talk about how, how we're going to do this operation in the bathroom. Um, fill the, <laughs> fill the bath. I, mean, I say this because this is how I have to do this operation because I launder at a laundromat. So in order to do the long soak for my sheets, I gotta, I gotta do a whole thing in the bathtub. And I was just, I was just picturing like an operation, like you were, you were like scrubbing up and there was like a mask <laughs> and you were like scalpel. You're like, your hands are out like that the whole time and you just. Nurse oxygen yeah. bleach. Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy Mays here with the OxyClean. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. So, so you're going you're gonna to fill your bathtub up um, for this because they're white uh, and we don't have to worry about fading. Go ahead and use the hottest water you can get. There it is. Dissolve. Yeah, get it hot. Two big scoops of your oxygen bleach in the hot water. Throw the sheets in and just let them sit. Let them sit overnight 12 hours. Just give them a good, good old mm. long bath. Just let them hang. I just realized what you're doing. You just want to see some more dirty water from somebody. I do somebody. want some dirty That's water. All it is. I do want some dirty water. You know what, though? The sheet water is, it doesn't come out, it doesn't photograph that well because it usually comes out kind of like like a, a yellowy color. It's that not, sounds like it's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Like I like yellowy. seeing it in person, but it doesn't. It tends not to photograph so well. Um, I, I know these things. Right? I'm, I'm so deep into my dirty water obsession that I know the different the different hues that different dirty right. things produce. Like when you get a TV show, that's going to be one of the like segments where it's like you go to houses and just look at people's dirty water <laughs> and then compare them. It'll be like so. A- Andy Cohen has on Watch What Happens Live does the gift of the night like for me it would be like yeah. the wash water of the day yeah <laughs> or like have you seen gordon ramsay on twitter people tweet tweet him like pictures of their food and he just makes fun of it like that, that oh, can God. be you that can be that can be your thing but just with dirty water but i wouldn't make fun of it i would celebrate right it. right you'd be the positive yes. gordon ramsay of, <laughs> of garbage water <laughs> so that's how that's how you're gonna perform that and then you, you're gonna take him out and launder him as usual good good to go however if hannah if you have your own washing machine at home and it's a top loader or it's a front loader that's not an HE style front loader, you can actually perform this operation right in your washing machine. And I think that's going to be the thing that for you is going to make life super, super easy. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to let's let's talk about this mostly from the perspective of a of a top loader, because this is it's probably what most people have at home if they have their home washers. Um, and it's, it's easier to do this operation than a top loader than in a front loader. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to turn it on. Um, you're going to let the water start filling up. You're going to put your Oxy in and your, and your detergent all, all at the same time. Um, and for this, I would suggest switching to a detergent like Tide Ultra Stain Release, which I have a, I have a bottle. So you guys know I'm a Tide Ambassador. 
Um, and I have, they sent me a bottle of that stain release stuff and it's so good that I use it when I have to do any like heavy duty stain removal at home. Uh, for regular laundering, I use the pods because I go to a, a laundromat and it's so much easier to not have to carry a bottle. Um, but that ultra stain release stuff is really, really good. So anyway, so you're going to let the water start filling up in the machine. You're going to put your products in. Then you're going to throw your sheets in, and you're going to make sure they're submerged. And then you're going to stop the machine once it gets full. So you're going to stop the cycle before it starts going into its agitation mode. And just let the sheets hang out there for like 30 minutes um, up to overnight. Like if you're doing your initial triage and you want them to really soak for a long time, like leave them overnight. Then go back in and restart the cycle. And it will pick up where it left off, um, but your sheets will have pre-soaked. So I think that that's, I think that's gonna do it. I do, I hope you have a machine at home. I think that just adding that like extra little thing at the beginning of every cycle where you let the sheets soak a little bit in their solution um, after you've already brought them up to bright white is gonna keep them bright white without a whole lot of effort on your part. I think you're gonna be a-okay. I definitely know you don't need to get a divorce. Um, I just realized that my solution, as always, was, was th throw, it throw, away. throw the guy away this yeah. time. So here's the last Tide thing I want to mention. Tide makes um, a laundry booster. So you guys remember that laundry boosters are the things that you use in addition to your detergent to serve various functions like odor eliminating or whitening or keeping your dark stark or, I don't know, all sorts of other fabric softener as a booster. Um <clears throat> So Tide makes a booster that comes in pod form, which I, you know, I particularly love because I'm laundromat dependent. Um, so having something that's just a pod and I don't have to carry a big bottle is so crucial for me. And I love these little things. They're called Tide Whites and Brights Rescue. So if you are a person who washes a lot of whites and wants to keep them bright, I would suggest going out and getting yourself a pack of those and seeing how you like them. I've really, really liked them. I actually am out of them. I've been out of them for a while, and I keep going back to the Thai people being like, hey, can I get another pack of the whitener sleeves? <laughs> and every time I do, they accidentally send me the odor-neutralizing ones, so I have like more odor-neutralizing, which are great, and I do use them since my wardrobe consists of 90% athleisure. Um, I do use them, but I'm like, I really want those whitening things again. I love them. I might actually have to go out and buy them myself. Um, so yeah, but that's how much I like them, and I actually would spend my own money on them. Okay, so listen, you guys. I think that this is probably a very good time to wrap up. As a reminder, next week's episode is either going to be the the best or the worst thing I've ever done in my life because I have invited my parents to join me and Dave here in the studio and we are going to talk about, um, I don't really I know, I'm going to talk about some shoe shining stuff because my dad taught me to shine shoes and it's a question I get a lot. So he's going to talk about how he shines shoes and he's going to talk about spit shining, which he had to do because he went to military school. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. So he's going to talk about how you do that if you'd want to. Um, and then my mom's got some some tricks up her sleeves. I think mostly we'll let Dave ask questions because you oh, said I'll, you have questions oh, for uh, Oh, I've got questions. 
Um, so we're gonna be a little a little freewheeling, and we'll we'll do some labob testimonials then. Um, and then the following week, we'll do the um, the night sweats and kind of some different ways to make beds, and we'll do some more testimonials. And then we'll we'll wrap up the month with some sort of big celebratory shebang. Mm-hmm. Just probably I'll go take naps. Um, so anyway, I'm really excited about Lamab, you guys. Um, and I'm, I'm especially excited um, that this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast, was sponsored by Safa Mattresses. Thank you so much, Safa. We were really excited to work with you. Um, if you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners. We would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that we love so very much. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.